Good morning, Ron Ziegler, Mental Health Hour in Pembroke Pines, Florida. I'm here with my beautiful wife, Brenda. Wifey, say hello to everyone. Brenda, hey, say hi to everyone. Hi, everybody on Anchorland. Sorry, wifey fell asleep. <laughs> well, uh, today, um, I... I am doing much better. I have more energy in me today because of the new medicine they've given me. And I feel more energetic today. So I'll probably go for a walk around the block today. Uh, I'm waiting for the nurse to come to see me, uh, to examine me and uh, give me what's going on in my body. I have uh, bruises uh, when I fell the other night on, on my chest and on my arm. And uh, she wants to look at that. Um, as you all know, I'm in recovery for Alcoholics Anonymous, and I had a drinking problem. And when a person finally admits they had a problem, that is the first step in recovery, is you admit you have a problem. Some people won't even admit they have a problem, and they continue in their disease and their affliction of alcohol abuse or drug addiction and uh, I I experimented with drugs in the 80s but I never really kept up with it I didn't find it useful for my charisma of my physical health it was not good for me it actually caused my heart to stop when my uh, and I ended up in the hospital when I did uh, cocaine and uh, it helped me lose weight but I only experimented a little. I didn't go into it like some people did. And then, as a result, it took their lives. And uh, alcohol almost took my life. But I'm in recovery. I'll have six years March 3rd. And with a mental health condition, it's very hard. <coughs> it's very hard when you go through that. Because you don't know who to trust in, in, in the recovery program. And you can only take the advice that people give you in the program. You can't be forced into, into recovery. You can't be forced into in-house recovery. You cannot be forced to believe in what other people want you to believe. You have to go solely on your own and get on your knees and ask God for a deliverance of your alcoholism or drug addiction. That is the only way out is through the faith and the reality of hope in your reality of God. If you don't believe in God, you can still have a chance for recovery, but it's it's very difficult without God's help or influence. I know, I've been through it. I had eight years, I was on a dry drunk, and, uh, and uh, I went out. And I would always used to tell people it was because of my mother-in-law, my late mother-in-law. It's coming up on four years next week that her, my wife's mother has been, been murdered by her brother. And he almost murdered my wife the week before. And if he would have succeeded, it would have killed my spirit. It would have destroyed me. And yes, I have mental illness. And yes, I do act out with my character defects in my mental health. And that's why I have a psychologist. And that's why I see a psychologist. And a psychiatrist. And that's why I take medicine. 
to better myself, to continue my walk in my recovery of mental illness. Uh, yes, uh, some people believe I believe they want me to be in an institution with no doorknob, but they're not a psychologist. If you're not a doctor or a psychiatrist or a psychologist, go fuck yourself with no lubricant, okay? That's the reality of it. Uh, the only one who can take care of yourself is yourself. And you pick yourself up, dust your shoes off, uh, and walk that line. And you walk that line with perseverance. And you do everything humanly possible to stay sober. And I have been through every situation known to man, and I did not drink over it in the past six years. I was homeless, I was hospitalized, I was institutionalized, and um, I survived it all. I was bullied, I was bullied pretty much, and I'm okay, and uh, karma's going to be a bitch in the future, but it's going to show that uh, God had favoritism with me and he kept me alive, just to make my enemies my footstool, and they'll always be my footstool. And you know what? I'm living the life that is not worthy for them to destroy. And they can't destroy me. They tried, but they can't. Because God's blessings is, is upon my spirit. And my human spirit shall overcome any obstacle. And it has been proven to do so. In the language of mental health, there go me, myself, and I. And I have always been beat up one way or another. I was beat up for gay sex and lost all my teeth. I was beat up by four inmates in South Florida State Hospital. I was 13. They were 18. Two died of AIDS. One got killed in prison. One killed himself out of remorse for what he put me through and wrote a letter stating that he was sorry. For what he put me through. And. Um, I. It's hard for me to discuss what happened to me. But my friend. One of my friends. Uh, who had clowns all over his body. Said this is not how you indoctrinate gay people. Into their lifestyle. By sexually abusing them. And Ronnie. You were sexually abused. You were beat up. You were tormented. You had a bloody nose. I took you to the infirmary. My teacher took me to the infirmary. Um, his daughter is now my friend. I've known her since she was four years old. Beautiful lady. She's a prominent school teacher herself now. Her husband's an engineer and construction worker. Good people. Good people. And... Uh, um, I uh and I'm I'm blessed to know them. Uh and I survived out of thirty six kids out of adolescent learning center. There's only two left alive. Me and another guy. And we look back and we wonder what happened to all those beautiful people that we knew. They committed suicide over the years. They gave up. I'm not gonna give up. I'm dying of kidney and renal failure with congenitive heart failure. 
the Dream Foundation contacted me and said they want me to be in contact with some people to sometime today. So I'll get a couple of phone calls today. I look forward to meeting my friends that are my heroes. And I've always wanted to do that. I always wanted to thank them for their entertainment. Because it kept me alive. Their shows kept me alive. Um, as I said the other day, MASH and Star Trek are two of my favorite shows. Uh, all the police shows uh, showed me how to deal with police officers when, whenever they came onto the scene at the house. Uh, we had a break-in in our home last night. Somebody tried to break into our home. And uh, I called Pembroke Pines Police, and and I had surveillance because my camera was on, and we got a glimpse of the guy. He was a white, skinny guy trying to break into our home. And uh, as a result of that, the Pembroke Pines decided to put an extra watch on our house. And I says, well, thank you. I told the officers, thank you. And they didn't wear masks today. I said, usually you guys are wearing masks. And they said, well, there's no mandate for the mask in Florida, so we don't have to wear them. I said, aren't you guys glad that we got a good governor? And they said, yes. And uh, I says, here's the here's the video surveillance on my phone. Uh, it goes, every time somebody comes by my house, the cameras videotape outside on my phone and my TV and my computer are all hooked up thanks to my provider. So I'm very well camerafied. So as a result of that, I... I took care of that situation to protect my wife. My wife was up last night because she was worried about me because I was uh, having problems breathing again. I know it's going to come soon. I know I'm going to pass away soon. I can actually feel the other side calling me at times. Uh, but I keep resisting because I don't want to die yet. I want to take care of my wife first. And uh, I got the Mod Squad series to, uh, today, and um, I, I'm looking forward to my other series that are coming, Adam-12 and Dragnet and Get Smarter coming. I'll have those series thanks to my stimulus check. And uh, I gave Brenda the money to get her car door fixed and her brakes fixed on her car. And I brought her some more flowers and some more orchids. She loves orchids. My wife loves orchids. There's one that's cost 300 bucks, but I couldn't get that one. That was just too much. I can only afford $19 orchids. <laughs> so one day I'll, I'll buy her a $300 orchid. But um, I'm, I'm well loved, and I have mental illness. And uh, when, when, when you tell your wife... Hang on a minute. Somebody's calling me. Call from Mark. I'm doing a podcast. I'll call you back. Yeah, so um, that was my friend Mark. Uh, he was calling me. Uh, I'll have to call him back. But I'm in the reality of, of life and the pursuit of happiness. And people are unhappy with me because I'm surviving. 
and I have mental illness, and my wife has mental illness, and we're surviving. And yes, sometimes our, our mental health clashes. That's why we have a psychologist. And I have a good psychiatrist, and uh, I have, I'm on uh, new medicine now, and it seems to be helping me. They took me off Latuda because Latuda was one of the medicines that caused kidney failure. And that's a, that's a whole other lawsuit there on its own. Uh, my lawyer is looking into that for me today. So um, I'm I'm just tired of of people saying they're your friends, and then because they can't have their way with you, they stop being your friend. They were never really your friend. They were just jackasses trying to infiltrate your lifestyle and, and sabotage your way of living. And I don't like that. So today I got my Broward of Elections paperwork and I'm going to go back to the Democratic Party and as a registered voter for the Democratic Party. I made that decision last night with my wife, talked it over with my psychiatrist and my psychologist, and they said, you make the decision on how you should perceive. And it's because uh, the reason I'm doing the change is because the Republican Party doesn't seem to care what Joseph Michael Goldner is doing to me, to my wife, or to my beautiful friend Jennifer, because he's stalking the disabled. He was born on December 23rd, 1954. He's 67 years old. And he continues to harass my beautiful friend Jennifer. And he's jealous of me because Jennifer has been my long-term friend. She's more like a sister to me now. She's known me for 23 years. And she's my buddy. And she'll always be my buddy. And she doesn't need his help. Doesn't want to know Mr. Goldner. Doesn't want to do anything he requests of her. She's in recovery. She goes to AA, she works her ass off, she's doing just fine. Leave her the fuck alone. Leave me alone. Leave my wife alone. Because now as a result of your harassment, I'm going back to the Democratic Party as a registered voter. You just shot the Republican Party in the foot, motherfucker. Yep, you just killed the Republican Party. With three people's votes. We're all going back to the Democratic Party. And uh, I've been talking to Charlie Crist's office. And they have been very kind to me. And Charlie Crist does remember me. Because I'm a strong advocate for my mental health. And he congratulates me. And he feels saddened that I'm in hospice. And hospice proceeds over everything, by the way. And they can't even take me out of my house because hospice proceeds over everything. Oh, and by the way, my doctor has a big mouth. My doctor has a very big mouth. He knows people in the media. And if you tried to harass me in any way, shape, or form, the media will find out. And that's the way it's going to be. And it will publicly embarrass the Republican Party along with your right-wing views. And 
I'm going to vote everything that you want that you don't want. So have fun with that, Joe. Because of your toddy mouth, you made us decide to go back to the Democratic Party. Go have fun with that, dickhead. And the reality is your party's going to lose in their elections as a result of your behavior. You think you're ahead of the game in Florida? I don't think so. I don't think so. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Because now that I'm, I'm switching back to blue, I may just vote blue to screw you. And that's the way I'm going to do it. Ain't karma a bitch? Now, I told you to leave us a fuck alone, and you wouldn't do so. So now you're going to pay for it with my vote. And my wife's vote. And my friend's vote that just called. We're all going back to the Democratic Party. And you can kiss our asses with that. And have fun with that. So the reality is, my vote will matter. And it will make a difference. And I don't give a fuck what you do. You can't touch me. Go ahead and try. I'm in hospice care, and hospice proceeds over everything. Thank God for my doctors for getting me in hospice. You cannot touch me, period. And the result of that matter will be over soon, in my favor. I got Johnny Cochran's law firm helping me out now. How do you like that? But anyway, I'm doing good. Life is good. Mental illness is on the on the rise in, in, in our country because some people don't want to take care of themselves. But you need to. If you're mentally ill, you need to take care of yourself. I do. My wife does. And most of my friends that are in the program do. This dry cough I got is terrible. It's an allergy cough that is destroying my 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 throat. So uh, I called the doctor and he says it's it's this season of your of your allergies because uh, the air and the pollen is what's making you cough. So, but other than that. I have a good life. My wife is resting today. We're waiting for my new nurse to come. And then after I get uh, dressed and showered, I'm going to go to a meeting. I'm going to make beef stroganoff for dinner tonight. And uh, I'm going to spend time with my doctor. He's coming over about 2, two o'clock. But uh, the reality is I'm having a good life and it's pissed off my enemies. And you know what? I think I'm going to stick around a while longer just to aggravate my enemies and put them in their place and make them my footstool for the rest of their life. And they can go have fun with that. And to the person that tried to break into my my house last night, if you would have got in, I would have killed you. Because it gave me the stand-the-ground law where I can kill you. And I would have killed you with the, with the reality to protect my wife. And I'll go to any lengths to protect my wife. Even if you got into the house, you would be dead immediately. Guaranteed. And uh, I would make that happen as a reality. And it is what it is in South Florida. Um, 
as as you note, a few years ago, I was in the state hospital uh, in 1979 to 83, and um, somebody tried to molest me once, and I stabbed him in the hand with a pencil. And to this day, he still has a hole in his hand as a result of what I did to him. So uh, I'm quite capable of of what I say I can do. So please, don't try to break into my house anymore. You'll regret it. And it is what it is. Even though I'm in hospice care, dying of kidney and renal failure, I can still put up a good fight. Uh, that's my wife snoring over there. <laughs> She likes to snore, so I put a dirty sock over her nose. And uh, <laughs> it's funny. She goes, that's dirty. I said, I'm sorry. She's over there snoring away. So, And uh, when she snores, I, I bump her to, and tell her to roll over on her side and go to sleep. So that's just the reality of my wife snoring. But you know what, people? I have a diverse captive audience out there. Thank you for listening to me. So remember, if you try to break into someone's house, I have that right to protect myself because of Florida law, stand your ground law. So if you try to break in here again, I'll be waiting on you. And I got, I got some weapons in the house to take care of myself. That's a guaranteed. All right, thank you all, and be well. And uh, remember, have no spells. Stay out of hell. There's too many people down there. If you're suicidal, call 1-800-SUICIDE or 211 for help. Oh, and to all my listeners out there, thank you for putting up with me. Sometimes I, I get carried away with my mental health. But sometimes I have to, just to show who I really am as a mental health consumer. Thank you very much for tuning in. Bye now.